This episode is brought to you in part by Wholehearted Love, a new book by Caleb and Stephanie Rouse. Overcome the barriers that hold you back in your relationships with God and with others and delight in feeling safe, seen, and loved with Wholehearted Love. For more information, go to Tyndale.com. You're listening to episode 24. I'm telling mom. Of the In Between podcast, where you'll hear conversations on marriage, parenting, faith, and everything in between. My name is Daniel M. And I'm Christina M. Today, we're going to talk about how to help your children get along. Oh, well, I need this episode <laughs> a lot. <laughs> Especially because it's summer. Yes. And, and they're they, not getting along. <laughs> and they're around each other all the time. So I think it's really difficult for them to, you know, as iron sharpens iron, but there's a lot of like friction happening here. There really is. And maybe part of that is because they're always around and they're not being able to play with all their friends at school, but they're all in the same place or maybe it's just them getting older. Right. (laughs) And they still share a room and, you know, schedules are kind of out the window a little bit, waking up whenever, going to bed whenever. So there's a lot of dynamic things happening, but yes. And you know what we're talking about in a previous episode when we were talking about conflict between you and I as married couple that, you know, because we're going to talk about this, that there's going to be a lot more. And I feel like ever since we decided to do this episode, that there's been so many things. I'm like, well, we can use that as an example for the podcast (laughs) and all of that. So hopefully maybe when this airs, Everything will just die down. Yes, hopefully. (laughs) (laughs) And to be honest, you didn't even really want to record this episode yesterday when we were preparing for for this, right? For sure, when we were talking about I'm like, what in the world do I have to say? Because we are in the thick of it completely. And I mean, I loved how you reminded me too that, you know, we don't ever advertise that we are experts. Yeah, we don't know everything. We know everything, exactly. And so let's go on this journey together. And if at any point y'all have some great advice or things that have worked for your family and your kids, please let us know on social media. At In-Between Show on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. We'd love to connect with you on that. Mm -hmm, Completely. All right. Well, before we get into the episode and dig into this topic, I wanted to read a review. And thank you for everyone who has left a review so far. We read every single one of them. It helps us get better as podcasters. And in fact, it helps other people discover it too. I don't know what you do when you look through or examine if you want to listen to or subscribe to a new podcast, mm-hmm. but I'll look at how many ratings they got and I'll actually read through reviews to see if I want to invest the time because your time is valuable. It is. And we would love it if you've subscribed, if you're listening to us right now, even if even if you're checking us out for the first time, if you just, it would take less than a minute and it would mean the world to us if you could leave a rating and review and just tell us what you're going through and and what you think about the episode and and our podcast. Well, I wanted to read a review from Teach Mom Life. Her title was Delightful and Uplifting, five stars. 
and Teach Mom Life. We're going to read your review. Thank you for leaving it for us. Mm-hmm. But reach out to us on social media at In Between Show, and we'll actually send you a book. This book is from episode 17 mm-hmm. when we interviewed Art Rayner on marriage and money. It's a phenomenal book. Yeah. So we'll mail that out to you if you send us your address on social media. But obviously, you can direct message us so it's not public <laughs> for everyone. <laughs> Let me show you where I live. <laughs> exactly. Well, here is the review. I'm new to the podcast world, but Daniel and Christina's podcast in between quickly got me hooked. The topics they cover are accessible and practical, and their authenticity shines through each episode. They are easy on the ears and offer lots of encouragement to their listeners. They are definitely worth adding to your podcast queue. Oh, I love that. Thank you so much. (laughs) Well, thank you. And once again, just send us your address on social media and we will get you that book. Well, Christina, Mm -hmm. why did we want to get into this episode in the first place? (laughs) Why did we want to unpack it on the show? Um, I think because especially since uh, the summer, obviously, that the kids are all around each other, but also that... Um, we've gone through our own families where both of us have our own siblings and seeing sort of the longitudinal part of it where obviously when we were growing up, there was friction that we would get in fights and be like, "Ah, I never want to talk to you again. So on and so forth. Lots of slamming of doors, lots of yelling and tears. And lots of me locking myself in my room. (laughs) Exactly. Like, I didn't want to yes. get in between all the all, all the, the drama other dynamics. That was going exactly. On. You had more than one sibling, so mm-hmm. you had lots of things happening in your own family. Yes. But now looking back and seeing like my brother is five years older than I am, and we actually live in, in different countries. Um, but when our families get together, just the beauty of it being, you know, that we are family for life. And just um the commonalities we have and even uh his children and my children the stories that we have together for example we Mm -hmm. hadn't seen my brother and sister-in-law in in a few months and I had found like blue corn at Trader Joe's and I thought it was absolutely hilarious none of y'all understood why I was laughing so much it was um, a cereal cereal, yes (laughs) it was a cereal that my brother begged my mom to get as a kid and so we got it and it tasted horrible so bad in (laughs) fact that uh we bought chocolate milk to add to the cereal. Ew. And that's how bad it was. I don't... To t- mask Chocolate it. milk in cereal? Yes, exactly. Yeah. We were desperate. And then my brother goes out and buys it again. Why did he buy it again? I don't know. He doesn't <laughs> even understand. And so uh. it's like those times where we can laugh about sort of the silliness of it. And we look back and see, you know, our childhood was awesome. Obviously, we fought, but we don't focus on that. We're focusing on, you know, the fun memories that we're able to pass on to our kids. Yeah, I remember growing up many times being like, man, I wish I didn't have sisters. I'd rather just have my friends as my friends. But to be honest, there are a lot of those friends that I don't even talk to anymore. Mm -hmm. True. Yet my sisters are there. And 10, 15, 20, 30, 40, 50 years, I mean, we're going to be together. And I remember, and you know, I I can't really, I don't really remember where I heard this from, Mm -hmm. whether it was my parents, my grandparents, or my relatives. But I just remember hearing about how important it was. Someone told me how important it was to maintain good relationships with my siblings, Mm -hmm. because after my parents pass away, it's going to be us. Yes. And I... Literally, I don't know where it came from. If you were the one that told me, someone out there, (laughs) 
in the interwebs. <laughs> Let me know because I want to give credit to that. But it has so shaped me that I've actually said this to our kids multiple times. Mm-hmm. And even as they're nitpicking at each other, I was like, kids, there's going to be a day when mom and dad are not going to be here. And they're like, what? Where are you going? <laughs> and I'm like, maybe I shouldn't have said it yeah. this early in life. <laughs> exactly. But I was like, but you're going to have each other. You're going to have each other. Your friends are going to move away, but we are. And even if we move away, we are always going to be family. So learn how to get along now. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't always work. Right. (laughs) And I remember we had another friend. um, Her children were significantly older than our children, but she uh, has always told her kids that y'all are best friends. You know, you have each other for for life, like you were saying, and y'all are best friends. So you will always have each other's backs and you'll always be there for each other. And Mm -hmm. so she told them from a young age. So I don't know, like brainwashing a little (laughs) bit, I guess, but just putting that positive reinforcement. Yes, I love it that way. And planting that seed in their mind to see them as, yes, obviously they are your sibling, but they are also your best friend. Mm -hmm. So to help your children get along, which is the theme of today's episode, Mm -hmm. we're going to teach you a few ways to help your kids hate each other. Yes. (laughs) A little bit of a reversal of sorts. So here's number one. We have two for you. Number one, Always take the side of the child who cries the loudest. (laughs) Okay, when we wrote this down yesterday, we were dying laughing (laughs) because that happens to be me. Yep. (laughs) Like I said previously, my brother is five years older than I am, and I looked up to him. Like, I literally adored him. Um, And he, you know, he tolerated me, but... Well, you were his young little sister, right? Yes, the one who was just kind of annoying and literally who would cry when he would close the door to go to the bathroom because I (laughs) wanted to be with him. And how old were you? Were you like... I don't like, know, probably two okay, or something okay, like yeah, that. Yeah. But this certain story that I'm going to talk about, uh, I think I was probably about four years old. So my grandparents used to take care of my brother and I. My both parents worked full time. And so I'm not sure if it was, you know, after school or whatnot. But my brother was asked to go on a play date to some neighbor's friend's house uh, from school. And so he went. And okay, he tells me this story still. So obviously he's still <laughs> Harper's bitterness or like, I can't yeah, believe like this happened. <laughs> 30 years later. Yeah. <laughs> so, but apparently I missed him so much and I was so upset that he was gone that I cried and cried and cried and was like unconsolable. So my grandma thinking, oh, well, what do you want? I want my brother home. So she called the house of where my brother was staying and made him come home, <laughs> made him come back because I wanted him there. Oh, and he came and he was skipping home and was like, what do you want to do, Christina? Of How do you course, want to play, right? Completely, because, you know, I'm such a joy to be around. <laughs> <laughs> so he remembers how livid he was to this day. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't get in, <laughs> give in to the child's cries. All right. Number two, let your tiredness dictate your decision making. Uh, we talk a lot about this as well because our first two uh, are 15 months apart. And so, yeah, it's almost like they were twins. A lot of what we did to one, we did right after to the other because we didn't really know if it worked or not. And it (laughs) It was just like, yeah, Yeah, and it was survival. And we ran a tight ship, I would Mm -hmm. say. Uh, And we were also in our 20s. 
So I think you have a lot more energy in your 20s than yeah. you are in your 30s. Probably. I don't know if it's partly wisdom too of like, okay, there are some things that we can let slide. But even the girl, so Makarios is four years younger than the middle child. Um, and so both girls are like, oh, you let him get away with everything. So, and there's a little bit of truth to that. I but we think. also say it's like, uh, do you remember how, what, like, what you were like when you were his age? Yeah. You we are, treated you the same too. And maybe we didn't fully treat them. I think we were a little like. bit more lenient with him just because, yeah, we're like I was saying, there's a little bit of we've grown as parents. We don't need to be so strict on certain things. And other times we're just a little bit tired of fighting. I'm yeah. sure of that too. Right. So when you're tired, right. I mean, it's, it's so easy. It's so easy just to give in to be like, or whatever. I don't care <laughs> when they're fighting. Yeah. Yeah. Or, and, and, and in that same vein, you're like, well, the oldest child is the oldest, right? So they should be the most responsible. So Which we're going to go take a nap and you take care of the kids. And they are, she is actually She's the most very, responsible. Very responsible. Yes. <laughs> but to let your tiredness determine that decision-making isn't necessarily the most wise thing to do. No, and neither do I want her to feel, neither do we want her to feel like she's carrying the burden of raising Oh, completely. Yeah, because she's going to come to resent that completely. later on. Yes, and then also... The middle. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think... Oh. <laughs> okay, the funniest thing was when we were at dinner one time, I don't know what we did, but we paid attention to Adeline. <laughs> Oh, it's so sad. Yeah, it was really sad. And it was she, a good wake up call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we complimented her and she's like, what? You're talking about me? Uh, did you say that to me? <laughs> to me? And we both looked at each other like, ooh. Do we not compliment her enough? <laughs> oh my goodness. And so that was a good like, okay. And also I remember um, when Makarios was young and we were still trying to figure out this whole, you know, one parent to three kids. Um, Victoria would be standing beside me. Macarius would be in the carrier. And I think probably for a good three weeks, I'd always be like, Adeline, Adeline, where are you? And I would look down and she's like, I'm right here, mommy. And she's like, <laughs> right beside me all the time. And I mentally made a note. I'm like, okay, you need to stop saying that, Christina, because obviously she's right there. You're just not seeing her. Yeah. So just do the opposite of what we said and you'll be fine. All right. That's a wrap. Shortest go. episode <laughs> ever. Drop the mic. This episode is brought to you in part by Beyond Ordinary Women Ministries, which prepares Christian women for leadership. At Bow, we believe that every woman is a leader because she influences someone. So whom do you influence? Do you mentor a woman, serve in the workplace, or do you lead a small group, teach the Bible, or even lead an entire ministry? No matter who or how many you influence, our free online resources will help equip you. Our videos, podcast episodes, and articles from experienced women leaders will encourage you and perfect your leadership skills. They offer wisdom for dealing with ministry pitfalls, current biblical issues, health for your own soul, and insights for shepherding others well. In addition, BOW offers Bible studies designed to connect women of multiple generations. They provide a challenge to both women new to the Bible and those wanting to dig deeper. Be our guest and browse all of our free resources and low-cost Bible studies at beyondordinarywomen.org.
Yeah. Okay. No, but seriously, to help your kids get along, uh, what we wanted to communicate with you and, and share with you is the idea of helping your kids grow in their conflict management skills mm-hmm. because conflict is inevitable. So it's yes. really less a matter of learning how to avoid because you're always going to have conflict and there's going to be that time of the month for mm-hmm. everyone mm-hmm. and the way that reactions happen and, and tiredness of or lack of sleep or sickness or stress at work. There's just a ton of stuff, right? A ton of stuff that comes in the mix. So conflict is there. It's normal. It's always going to yes. be there. So it's less a matter of learning how to avoid and more a matter of helping your kids develop robust conflict management skills. And we also talked about this in previous podcasts, how we say that our family is uh, and our home is a safe place. Mm. And so while they're learning conflict management skills within our own home, within the siblings, we're also teaching them of how to have conflict Uh, management skills outside of the home so we can try things here they can say things to each other that you know they if they were say to their friends their friends might be like I don't like you anymore I'm never playing with you again which you know it might be so and once you say word you can't necessarily take them back Um, and so I think it's a good opportunity for them to sort of get like quote-unquote training of how to deal Mm. with other people Mm. Help them understand that it's very seldom solely one person's fault. Oh, I feel like I wish I could like post that on everybody's Facebook. (laughs) (laughs) Just everything that's going on in the world and even our own like city page and people are blaming, you know, so, oh, this person did this. Oh, this person did that. And just focusing on the other person when it's like, hey, what did I have to contribute to Mm -hmm. this issue? Yeah, I mean, this is this is the role of empathy and it's the role of teaching your children how to place themselves in someone else's shoes. Mm -hmm. In fact, this is one of the key things that'll help a child move from adolescence to adulthood. It's this idea of empathy. And and even you think about this idea of extended adolescence that we see in our society. A lot of it has to do with this, yeah, the me generation or Mm -hmm. selfishness or, you know, someone's like, oh, they're so immature. But a lot of that stems from and is rooted in the fact that they have not developed empathy. They don't have the ability to place themselves in another person's person's shoes. So as a parent, one of the greatest gifts you can give your child, right, because it's it's your responsibility to help them grow as an adult uh, into into an adult, a Mm -hmm. healthy adult. Thriving. Uh, Yeah, exactly. One of the things that you can do is help them grow in this. Yes, because we always tell our kids like, the golden rule, right? I'm sure you've told your kids many times, like treat others the way you want to be treated. But if they are not able to actually understand that and picture themselves uh, the way that, you know, the other person wants to treat them or vice versa, then that's just going to be a a special saying that, you know, could be on your wall, but it won't be practiced in real life. Yeah. So when they are in a conflict and one of them is fully angry at the other person Mm -hmm. and and it's just 
let's say, for example, our kids, one of the things that keeps on coming out, because they have a chore chart and, and we ask them to make sure their playroom is clean, their room is mm-hmm. clean. And, and a lot of times, I mean, we used to just put them in the same room and have them clean up together, but one of them would slack off and the other would do the work and, and just yell vice versa. At the yeah, exactly. Yep. So these days we often split them up now, but, but when they are together cleaning let's say everything's done and they only have one more thing to do mm-hmm. a lot of times they will be angry and be like man i'm doing you know in their mind they're like i am doing more work than them yes so what we have to do as they are i mean first of all we let them these days we let them try to we don't work intervene right away right we we let them try to work it out but mm-hmm. then we actually ask them and 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 remind them of a situation where they we're doing the same thing to the other person. Mm-hmm. Be yeah. like, remember when this happened? Yeah. How, how did, did you, you feel? feel? Yes. And we've actually done where um, we've role played. So Victoria will be Adeline and Adeline will be Victoria. And we will make them talk like the other person to say and reenact the situation and try to, you know, how are they reacting? How does that make me feel? So on and so forth. So it's really funny, actually. It is. Because <laughs> I get confused. I'm like, wait, who what? Uh, who, wait, am? who am I? Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, uh, okay. And actually, a lot of times it just ends in laughter and they're yeah. like, okay, so obviously maybe we're making a big deal out of this. And that's another point. Uh, that we'd like to make is one of our friends um, said this to her kids and I loved it. One of them was really there. Her child was really, really worked up about something. And she asked, okay, is this actually a big deal or a little deal? And you look in the scope of like, okay, so what is a big deal? Um, You know, my sister punched me. Okay, that is a big deal. Uh, What's a little deal? Uh, She stuck her tongue out at me. Like, okay, so in the light of this, you know, almost like a one to 10, is this a big deal Mm. or is this a little deal? And how am I reacting? Yeah, and when you stuck your tongue at them... Uh And it's it's funny. We I, I'm I'm pretty sure we talked about this on a previous episode, but the whole fact that we are both youngest children. Mm-hmm. And as youngest children, we were teased a lot. Yes. The which is why it. we actually like teasing, teasing as other. well. <laughs> and yeah. well, teasing our kids too, right? Yes, we do, unfortunately. Oh. Uh who's the adult here? <laughs> So having said all that, it's it's giving them perspective into the whole thing and, and placing themselves in another person's shoes. Another thing mm-hmm. is when they do have conflict and they are trying to resolve it and they are trying to communicate their feelings, one of the things that we help them do is to use the I word instead of the you word, mm-hmm. especially when they're trying to explain what happened to us. Completely. Yeah, we're like, okay. We know you guys gone to we know you guys gone to a conflict. Mm-hmm. We know you're angry at each other. So tell us what happened. And this goes after we let them try to resolve it themselves. Yes. But if the levels just keep on going higher and higher and higher and you're just like, oh, they're not going to resolve this, mm-hmm. we'll jump in and, and we'll bring up this whole idea. And it's like, OK, so tell us what happened immediately they're going to be like, well, they did this or they did that or they, and it's always about the other person. Yes. So we stop and we're like, I don't want to hear it. Why don't you start again 
and share with I instead of you. Mm-hmm. And we talked about this as well in the episode about uh, conflict in, in marriage and whatnot in the I versus you. And I just think, imagine your parents taught you already when you were four or five or whatnot, saying like, I, you know, and right away, then that is starting to diffuse the situation because you're not pointing your finger at the person and you're not blaming them. You're taking some responsibility and you're starting with yourself. Mm -hmm. So I think that's a phenomenal, you know, uh, ground point of being able to, to work up and, and learn, like we were saying, more conflict management skills. Yeah. And at the end of it all, we'd encourage for you to pray with your kids Mm -hmm. and have your kids pray with one another. Completely. Because one of the things is if you if 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 you can pray with your child. Yes. And if your kids can pray for one another, I mean it's gonna be hard to harbor hate in your heart and still be able to bless and pray for the other person. Completely. And we also ask them to apologize to another. Yeah. Because that's basically confessing that mm-hmm. you have hurt the other person or sinned against them. Also, I love, uh, maybe about two years ago or whatnot, I read an article about that just saying sorry and not having actual action behind it can just be sort of loose words in the sky. Mm. You're just saying it so you can do it again and Mm -hmm. keep saying it. We always talk about, you know, if if you say sorry, but your actions have not changed, then you're kind of lying. You're not actually sorry. And so they were suggesting that you say sorry, but also after that, you ask, is there anything I can do to make this better? Yeah. And sometimes our kids have said that and the other person is like, no, or another person will be like, um, can you help me clean up or can I have a hug? Yeah, exactly. So once again, it's natural to have conflict, but it's really a matter of teaching your children how to resolve conflict. It's a lifelong skill that we even are still learning ourselves. Completely. <laughs> so even coming up to, you know, as, as your kids are resolving conflict and, and they're having an issue for you as a parent to tell them a conflict that you had with someone else mm-hmm. and how difficult it was for you to resolve it and for you to say sorry and for you to forgive yeah and for you to, i mean that's huge and and it's 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 teaching your kids that this is something that is hard to do mm-hmm. but it's something that can be done yes and it's something that will continue to have to do mm-hmm. that life isn't easy and not everybody is going to like you. Not everybody's going to love you. Not everybody's going to agree with you. But that doesn't mean that you need to be the mean person or you need to be the quote unquote bully. Yeah. That you can learn to get along with others and you can learn and choose to love others with the love that Christ has shown us. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, today's episode is a little bit shorter, and that's probably because episode 22 and 23 were so long. So if you haven't, they were. If you haven't listened to episode 22 and 23, we're not just saying this. You have to go and listen. Like stop whatever whatever you're going to listen to next. Mm -hmm. Uh, Go back and listen to episode 22 and 23. 22 is on pornography, how to talk to your children about porn. Mm -hmm. And episode 23 is how to 
uh, handle and deal with porn if you have an addiction as an adult or what what to think about that these days. Mm-hmm. And also if you yourself or your spouse, you're thinking, oh, maybe they're, you know, watching a little bit too much porn. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How can you confront them and do that in a way that opens up discussion instead yeah. of closing it down? Yeah. So both were within, uh, it was an interview that we had with Dr. Simon Shea. So be sure to do that. And if you enjoyed this episode and if you enjoy listening to us and, and you've already left a rating and review on iTunes and, and connected with us on social media, we would love it. We would be honored if you would share your favorite episode with a friend. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just tag them on social media or send them if it's a if it's the pornography one, just email it to them mm-hmm. maybe if you don't want to share it on social media, but honestly, yeah, that would mean the world to us if you could help us get the world out because this is something that we're doing for free, mm-hmm. that we're doing uh, for fun with one another and just to be a blessing to all of you. All right, well next week on episode 25, Can you believe we're on episode 25 already? A quarter of a century. Seriously. <laughs> what are we going to be talking about? We are going to be talking about 10 ways to feel less stress. Mm. So I think on top of the whole conflict stuff that we talked about, this will be a good way to roll into the middle of summer and maybe even, man, we're getting to it, maybe to even to the start of school. So Yeah. And actually, Chris Pratt must have listened into our thoughts. Because if you haven't watched his speech on the MTV Awards, <laughs> I think his first one was like, breathe. Yes, exactly. I'm like, dude, we talked about that. There's an app for that. Yeah, there is. And he mentions nine, but we're going to mention ten next mm-hmm. week. So, And one of them will not be about how to poop at a party. Because he already no. explained that so well. And if you have no idea what we're talking about, just we'll go to inbetween.org <laughs> slash episode 24. And we will embed a video in the post for you so you can watch it right there. It's going to be fantastic. Well, we'll catch you next time. This episode was brought to you in part by the Areopagus Podcast. Two clergy of different traditions, Father Andrew Stephen Damick and Michael Landsman, discuss encounters of historic Christianity with other religious traditions. How do we engage with those who believe differently? Listen wherever you get your podcasts.